Hello. Who? Hugh. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. Welcome back to week two. Of <laughs> our experiment. Uh, I don't even know if this, is, if this is an experiment. No, it's not an experiment. It's a thing now. It's, 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 just a it's thing. happening. It's, it's going forward. Yeah, it's going yeah. forward. So um, this week we are still not in our format yet because... Uh, we're talking about a show that we have both already seen in almost the extreme past tense. Yes. <laughs> it's been a couple months. Uh, but this week, we are talking about Disney's Frozen, the, the musical. Way. Yeah. By the way, this is Musical Splaining, the podcast. <laughs> the musical. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But this week, we are joined by uh, our dear friend and Frozen expert, Jenny Nicholson. Woo! Yes. I can't believe you guys are peaking with your second episode. <laughs> That was actually a discussion we had. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, do you want to... All downhill you don't from want to Frozen with Jenny. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true, because mm-hmm. I, uh, I I don't have much interesting to say about Frozen the musical, but... It's okay, I'll carry you guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to carry okay, the weight. We're looking forward to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and you dear listeners can't see, but Jenny's decked out in like, full-fledged, all-Frozen gear she's wearing. Yeah. The I wore my cape, cape, my Anna cape, which is yeah. for children, that I got at Frozen the musical, and an Anna, or an Elsa cap Elsa to represent cap. both of them. I You're also put my hair in a Braid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's like it's like a, a, an appropriate side braid too. The yes. kind that like goes. It's like an your Elsa arm. braid. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm gonna pass it through my arm in my moment of power. <laughs> so, do you want to uh, do the frozen stats? Okay, frozen stats. Uh, it was okay. So specifically, we're referring to the traveling show that we saw oh, at right, the Pantages yeah. Theater, uh, which is in Los Angeles, back in what December and January. Um, we saw it on uh, December fourth, I think. Jenny yeah. and I saw it together, and Kave and his girlfriend saw it separately in his shame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I, they have a buy one, get one deal at the bar? Yeah, right. yeah, they, that oh, was a night. They did, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we, what did we get? The like winter wonderland? It was some gross-themed drink. The no, first one was, was gingerbread, and it was good. Yeah. The and then the one second was one was gross. It was I like just, cranberry. I just got a beer, and you you made a mistake. Yeah. Well, it was themed. I would have wondered forever. I mean, it's pretty good as long as it wasn't in the cat bowl, like the last thing that you and I had to go to. That was powerful. Yeah. What's that? The cat bowl. I'm saying it's better that it wasn't in a capital. Yeah. How have you forgotten about it already? I, 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 I've had nightmares. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I did have a lot to drink that night. That's so. true. <laughs> we all a did. lot of bowls of, of, of cat. cat drink, cat booze. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Anyway, so the production of Frozen, that was the traveling tour, uh, directed by Michael Grandage, choreographed by Rob Ashford. Music by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Lyrics by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez as well. Uh, based on the 2013 Disney smash hit, Frozen, in case, you know, you're one of the five people in the world who haven't seen it, myself. Wow. <laughs> Frozen follows fearless optimist Anna. Anna or Anna? Anna. 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 Oh, my God. Anna. This is offensive. Uh, that's what we brought you here. Do you know how to say Elsa? Alsar. Oh. It could be read either way. Anna, Anna, right? Yeah, but it's no? not. Okay. <laughs> Anna. Anna as she teams up with rugged mountain man Kristoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rugged mountain man. Yeah. We didn't loyal. write this, yeah. by the way. By the way, it was very hard to find a good summary of it. I was very angry as I was looking because they're all grammatically incorrect. And I was like, how has oh. Disney released this much content? Uh, with rugged mountain man Kristoff. <laughs> And his loyal reindeer Sven, on an epic journey encountering Everest-like conditions, mystical trolls, and a hilarious snowman named Olaf in a race to find Anna's (laughs) sister, Elsa. Yay! I made it through. Whose icy powers have trapped the kingdom of Arendelle (laughs) in Eternal Winter. Produced by Disney Theatrical Productions, the musical premiered on Broadway in March 2018 at the St. James Theater, and a national tour began in November 2019. Which was what we saw. It is still running at the St. James Theater. Were we like one of the first stops? I think so. Yeah, Ooh. I think it's in Seattle now. So they hadn't worked out the kinks yet. <laughs> That's good to know. Whenever a show is adapted for tour, you know, we have... Uh, a totally different experience than people who will have seen it on Broadway. That said, none of us have seen it on Broadway, so we don't actually know. I can I only have hearsay. I think the biggie that people talk about uh, for the Broadway version is the quick change is different because um, obviously during Let It Go, she 
like the version we saw, it's like MC Hammer rips off pants. Like. Yeah. Well, she walks onto like a very, a very seeable platform yeah. with people crouching inside it <laughs> yeah. and it has big slits in the side. And you can physically see her dress getting pulled into the slits as yeah. they're ready to pull it off. And you're like, I wonder what's going to happen on this platform. I mean, I did. I did clap. <laughs> no, it was still cool. <laughs> I, I did. Well, yay. It was still cool. So how did how did how was it that you've seen now three musicals, Cats, uh, Avenue, Avenue Q, Q and, and Frozen. Frozen? How did that happen? Uh, Sarah's friend got extra tickets to go see it, and uh, it was her and her husband, and they kind of wanted. They're like, she invited Sarah, and was like, we should go. And I felt bad. I was like, I can't let her go with another couple because <laughs> that would just be bad boyfriending. Right. Um, so I just went with her. And I think I mentioned this last time. I was like, I decided to go and not bitch and moan about it. I was like, I'll just go and I'll 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 do my best You'll to find it. something mm-hmm. that I love about it. I'm not going to complain. I'll just sit through it and bear through it and make sure that and at you least probably I loved it drink. even more than you anticipated. I it was unbelievably uh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so how well tell us your your feelings on Frozen the musical? I, I'll say this though. I I feel like I I don't want to talk too much shit on this one because I feel like a I'm going to get stabbed by somebody that's at this table. <laughs> What? No. And really, that's the only feedback I have. So why don't you guys tell me what I'm supposed oh, I'd love, to think no, about I'd love it. to hear your feedback. <laughs> I, uh, well, I mean, I guess this is as good a time as any to introduce Lindsay's scale of hunch, yeah. which I came up with uh, also at the Pantages Theater uh, during the touring production of Anastasia, um, which was quite not good. It was, it was, uh, it was bad. It's a joke from uh, the 1990s show, The Critic, um, where one of the critic uh, John Lovett's co- colleagues uh, is um, producing a new musical called Andrew Lloyd Webber's Hunch! Exclamation point. And it's basically a parody of like what people who hate musicals think musicals are like. Yes, blame all the cares and woes on the one with scoliosis, the hunchback of Notre That's me. I, I thought of that. It was just like whenever it's just like a bad, like, I mean, how would you describe it? It's like, well, it is what people who hate musicals imagine musicals are like. So I think a good way to describe it is like thing the musical. Yeah. Where it's Clunky just like exposition and so oh, kind of like passionless songs where yeah. people are just singing what's happening yeah, in a very literal way. Yeah. 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 Like Anastasia was really bad about that, where it'll mm-hmm. be like, you know, the communists are coming yeah. and like very wordy, not very melodic. Yeah. Uh, very dry. The worst one I saw for that so far in this life uh, was Anastasia, but Frozen ranked pretty high for me. I'd, okay. I'd put that in an eight on my hunch wow. scale. Really? Yeah. But it started also as a musical. Yeah, that's why so. I'm, I'm, I mean, I think Anastasia had the same problem, too. Whenever they needed to pad it, they needed mm-hmm. to flesh it out. They just did it in the most boring, literal way possible. Yeah. I think that's why these Disney adaptations, or in Anastasia's case, Fox adaptations, get kind of hunchy. Mm-hmm. Well, even Anastasia is now a Disney adaptation. Yeah, ugh. yeah. Was it Disney? That was Don Bluth, right? Um, it was, and now Disney owns it. Oh, really? It was Fox. Yeah. Oh shit! Anastasia is now a Disney princess. Hey. Not that she'll ever show up in the sure, theme park. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I yeah. Didn't know all of Don Bluth shit's owned by Disney now. I don't know about all of it, but at least a that. lot of it. Yeah. Um, oh wow, the irony. Yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's that's its own its own thing. Yeah. Surprisingly, I agree with you. I love <laughs> Frozen. I love the films. I love the characters. I am not a fan of the Broadway musical. I don't really like any of the songs that they added. I really didn't like the Anna that they had in the original Broadway cast, who was just too old for the role and did very weird character voices oh, yeah. the whole time. That was another thing that kind yeah. of felt really hunchy to me were the child actors. Oh right, they were just very like at a 12 like mm-hmm. they were just like screaming and cutesy yeah. and precocious in the most obnoxious way yeah they decided to try to make Anna interesting by just having her talk about her butt a lot and they're like we love when kids do that and just talk Talking about their about butts butt? yeah the young Anna uh, she was just this. constantly like I like Olaf he's a big butt and that was like her trait <laughs> as a yeah. character oh yeah yeah and that's yeah. like kids think butt and, the, and then the director said it'd be real funny if every time you mentioned butts you'd turn to the audience and slap your butt a lot <laughs> and I was like I don't like this yeah I'm just like <laughs> who's this for yeah like, I, I mean, it's like, for the little kids like, yeah, I, mean, like I vaguely remember butts being really funny yeah. when I was I'm gonna seven. interject here and say it's for adult men who also think butts are really funny <laughs> 
<laughs> was that was that, that was the only part part you like? I'm like that part is hilarious. <laughs> the only part you like. <laughs> Olaf does have a big. You're butt. like you mean that wasn't in the film? Yeah. <laughs> I, again, I don't know. So I was reading about this. I didn't know how many songs. It was like what an extra six songs that they added or something for I this. I think so. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of extra songs. songs. Yeah. Because it was just constant songs. Something that's interesting for me would be to know what the difference is, because I, as we mentioned earlier, did not see the film, so I have no point of reference for like mm-hmm. where how it derives from it. The film had about four songs, I guess five. Mm-hmm. There are some that are like pseudo songs if you're being generous, but the big ones are for the first time in forever when they're getting ready for the party. Okay, love is an open door with um, Anna and Hans. Her, okay. her faux love interest. Right, right, the, pr- the fake prince. Um, Christoph has like a coming? tiny mini song that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. There's also an intro song that ice cutters are singing that, you know, isn't really any major characters. It's like a tone setter. Um, and then Let It Go, obviously. Of course, yeah. There's a reprise of For the First Time in Forever, okay. which was also in the musical uh, where they're arguing. And then it ends with the troll song. That's the last song. And then the whole end of the movie just has no mm-hmm. musical numbers. Oh, interesting. Which well, is I think, very weird. Like, the pacing's weird on a lot of animated Disney films. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's really common where mm-hmm. the last song is something kind of, like, Like an random. inconsequential comic yeah. relief one. I'm like, can't they do like, finale songs? You know, like, Aladdin, the last song is... Prince Ali reprise. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, well, I guess in the, Lion, the Lion King is, uh, uh, can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to end on a music, musical number. Yeah, no, I don't I, know. No, I, I wish more animated ones did that. King. I wish more of them had like yeah. a big finale Remember, song. Yeah. The other thing too. Okay, yeah, I guess yeah. that, yeah. Oh, right, okay, yeah, so yeah. that's a good bombastic ending. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah, an example yeah. of a good, you know, cartoon finale. You pulled it all together. It wrapped it up in the end. Yeah. But yeah, I think because like the troll thing in the movie and I would argue in the show. The trolls were weird in the show. The worst. Are those um, the weird like forest people that are yeah. in, the, in the movie okay. they were just like round like minion looking cartoon beasts. Okay. But in the play they were like hot Tarzans yeah. that like come in through <laughs> your window. White people with dreads. Yeah and they had like scary eyes. That's why I said hot Tarzans because yeah, yeah they have, it's like very Disney's Broadway's Tarzan. I mean it was very like <laughs> Why? Because yeah. I, mean, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. so uncomfortable. Because like in the, in the you weren't attracted to Grand Pobby. <laughs> well, it was very, it was very coded in a yeah. way yes, that yeah. the movie was not. Like mm-hmm. the the trolls were not really at all racially coded in the movie. And then no. they were like, you know what? Well, their voices were like all the black people they put in the show. Right, trolls. Yikes. Yeah. Um, like I guess I, I guess it's like we're it's okay because Kristoff uh, is uh, appears to be a person of color in this version. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it was just the way they 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 it felt like again like hot Tarzans. Yeah. They they, they moved into the sort of like they kind of gyrate onto the tribal scene coding. and like come yeah. in your window. And, and I was like. But why? I kind of <laughs> dug like the lore element. I was like, oh, would have been interesting if the, it was more like this in the film. But, the, you know, they obviously didn't go into it because the trolls just aren't that present in the story. No. So I was like, why did they make this change? To what end? Like the the creepy, mysterious, ominous trolls is yeah. a cool vibe yeah. if you're going to explore it. But otherwise, it's weird. It just felt like they didn't want to make puppets. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, Which, we're, we're going to talk about the, the yeah, puppet. The puppet yeah. I, I, that really distracted the shit out of me when I was watching. <laughs> Which it. one? The, the moose Olaf, or the, the Olaf? Okay, sorry, the moose. Yeah, the moose one seemed okay. <laughs> he's a reindeer. Yeah, the moose was pretty cool. <laughs> no, yeah. he's not a moose. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> he's a reindeer. <laughs> the reindeer. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, reindeer. it was his. Uh, okay, I, I'm, 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 I started this. I feel yes. responsible. The moose. His loyal reindeer. The loyal Sven. reindeer. Yes. Everest-like conditions. In Everest-like. Yes. No, the Olaf puppet thing. It reminded me of the other puppet. Yeah, Avenue Q, where I was like. I can't focus on this. I would have I loved know. if the actor of Olaf was wearing a big creepy morning veil so you can't see his face or body. It's just like a hulking, mysterious, veiled figure. Uh-huh. Like a monster. Like yeah. a Victorian funeral <laughs> garment. Instead, it was just a man whose face you could see. <laughs> like if he was wearing like a burqa. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Talking or just about like. Coatage. Well, okay, yeah. So it can't be a burqa, but like. Like a potato sack. Yeah. Just a big, scary, like, you know, a, a somewhat transparent veil, like almost like a ring wraith. Just walking. <laughs> behind Olaf. No, I'm not saying this is in the show. I'm saying I would have liked Why this. Why are we this suddenly? Well, because I think you have so to cover his face. his face. I mean, obviously you need a man to operate the puppet. Mm-hmm. So it should have been like a ring well, it's, like, it's like at the end of Phantom whenever he wears mm-hmm. the the thingy. Yeah, like the, sure. The, have you seen it? Phantom? No. Yeah. Oh. No. Okay, so at the I end know. Of, well, there, there is I've a... I've seen the film with Gerard Butler. Well, so in the... In the Lindsay loves that movie. Yeah. She talks about it all the time. <laughs> so I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, I, exactly. love, I love Jarek. So in yeah. the in the show, like, it's so, like, all right, Phantom Tangent, strap in. Oh, um, so in How the, many of these are we going to do? A lot. 
It's my brand. It's like bringing your Twitter account to life. <laughs> it's my brand. I got to keep the brand alive. Uh, so in, in the movie, he just shows up like, hi, I'm here and on stage and there's tango dancers. In the show, he's in disguise. Um, so well, in the movie, isn't he in like a silly little Zorro mask? Yeah, and yeah. You're like, he's in a silly little. Who could that be? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so a very but... masculine, cool looking mask. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it's very manly. Yes, yeah. So in the show, he like puts on this like just big black like cape thing that covers his entire body, uh, which is kind of funny because he's supposed to be impersonating like the big giant tenor man. Apologies for the phantom tangent, uh, but I just I gotta keep the brand alive. So that's um, what they should have done with Olaf. Yeah, so it should have just been like a creepy black hood yeah. that covers his entire body. Mm-hmm. Did it have to be uh, like a puppet? Could it have just not? Do you been want like a mascot suit or? I just could, it like could have been just yeah. like an actor. Yeah, okay. um, it just been like but a then guy. he wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like he was a big snowman. Yeah, I, he you could, could be a big snowman. Yeah, yeah. just give him a snowman costume. I'm Jim Henson. So you want him in a know. mascot suit? Or yeah, like, I was thinking more like a Muppet suit. I, I, I was like thinking more cooler. like gritty. I wanted, I wanted gritty. Yeah. You wanted a gritty like hot snowman. Like he's got white no, man I dreads. No, I mean gritty and... the the Philadelphia <laughs> oh, yeah, Flyers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be sick. That would be just sick. Olaf just has dreads suddenly. <laughs> yeah. He shows up. I wanted a gritty realistic snowman. Bring an ice yeah, I wanted a snowman directed by Christopher Nolan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I liked the puppet. I just felt like I was constantly watching the actor. No, so. that's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. That's why I felt like cool. I mean, it looked cool. Yeah. For I sure. mean, I think it's like again, like and this is the problem puppet. of like being hamstrung by you know being slavish to the source material mm-hmm. is they had to make the damn thing look like the stupid. Well, they really Josh did. They Gad. had to because yeah. all the kids that love Frozen yeah, wanted yeah. to look at Olaf, the yeah. stupid Josh Gad snowman mm-hmm. from the movie, and. Um, <laughs> Well, I guess we don't need to talk about Josh Gad, but, you know. No, we don't. Yeah. We don't have to. Like, uh, Is there something you'd like to say about Josh Gad? I'll abstain. Okay. Is this <laughs> a point just, of contention with musical no. people? Well, I mean, I, I don't think so because I like I look at Book of Mormon and I'm like, there's a special place in hell for you for bringing Josh Gad into this world. <laughs> uh, really? I think of... Uh, Who uh, else would lead panels at D23 and Star Wars <laughs> Celebration if we didn't have Josh Gad? Uh, I just think of like Beck Delcast talking about how like nothing with Josh Gad can be feminist. <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't, don't like that. Don't like the gad. Not okay. a fan. Okay. I had no idea. I didn't know. I'm yeah. happy for him. Okay. He's one very specific voice, and he's managed to find a lot of roles to fill with that voice. Yeah, he has one. I think he's going to be Clopan in the Hunchback film, so yeah. that'll be weird. Hunch. Is he? I thought he was going to be Quasimodo. He's too old. Wait, no, there is a quasi. There's a Hunchback They're shooting movie? it. He's been posting coy things. I oh, think all God. the quotes he's been posting on Insta are Clopan lines, so I just assume he'll be Clopan. It's like another one of the Disney adaptations, like the live yeah. action ones of the mm-hmm. cartoon. Everything. And he plays the... He plays I, the hunchback. We don't know. You don't know. I think okay. he's Clopin. They're not going to have a, a Quasimodo that's Which one's like, you know, 38 or whatever age he is. <laughs> he's the, here it is, the moment you've been waiting. He's the jester. Like the jester. The, oh, okay, yeah. okay, yes, yes, yes. The guy yes, that yes. sings Bells of No Tree. Oh, God. Yeah. Maybe he would be like, <laughs> I just heard it in Josh Gad's voice. I can I, already I can imagine No Tree. Feel my soul leave my body. Would he not be one of the gargoyles? It feels like he would be one of those. Oh, oh you're right. Maybe no, he'll be. I, they're going to cut. They're going to cut. I think he's going to be Clopin. No, they're going to cut the gargoyles. I Why? Think. Oh, that would be great. Because uh, I hope they do. Nobody likes them. They're bad. Yeah, even children. <laughs> it's, it's not even like an Olaf thing where like some adults wow, hate Olaf. Because they're bad. Because well, like, some adults hate bad. Olaf, but kids love him. Kids didn't love the gargoyles. Yeah, no exactly. one loved the gargoyles. Kids just didn't like that movie, though, to be fair. No, it was well, scary. I, yeah. I, I think, yeah, it's like it was too scary to be likable by kids and the gargoyles were not like kid enough so it was like this middle ground where like millennials like it now but it's all dark. didn't like I just it, remember it that when I went to Girl Scout camp they like had a bus that could play movies which is you know cool in the that 90s was, like, futuristic yeah in the, the 90s it's yeah. really impressive but um, they only had the DVD of Hunchback <laughs> and everyone was angry when they put it on like nobody wanted to watch it even like beggars can't be choosers but nobody was happy that Hunchback was playing the as the instead. tone setter for Girl Scout camp <laughs> You're getting whipped in the village square and everyone's like eating their goldfish crackers. Like, what's going on? It's a bit of a doozy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Frozen. Um, it's interesting because California Adventure, the park across the street from Disneyland. Oh, look at that plug. I um, like it. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, it's interesting because they have an hour-long Frozen musical. Okay. It's all the songs from the film, but none of the extra Broadway songs. And for a theme park show, it's like surprisingly high budget. It looks good. And I would say it's better. Than the Broadway show? Than the show? entire Broadway show. Yeah. Because, it, like, the Broadway show is kind of agonizingly long. They add a lot of nonsense. Like, the stuff they add isn't very fun. Um, how does it compare, like, budget-wise to the tour? Does the it look same. better? Oh, I would same? say better really? or the same. It's yeah. not worse. Like, oh, I think the quick change is better. 
with Elsa's dress. Instead of them pulling it through a platform, she goes to the top of a staircase. Staircase rotates to face you, and she's sewn into the costume. So there's like one second where the spotlight goes out. She pulls a cord, and then the dress falls down from where it was sewn up into her coronation dress. So she does look like weirdly bulky for the whole beginning of the show. She's just in like a weirdly thick-looking coronation dress. But obviously, it's all tiny actresses anyway. Mm -hmm. And then um, it unfurls, and it looks very showy. Yeah, I think it was for the show. She stood on a platform, and they tore it off. Well, yeah, but I think like she had a different... Yeah, because they had the luxury of a longer production, yeah. so she was off stage longer for a bunch of songs they added. So they put her in a different version of the coronation dress that was a tear. Yeah, so she was like in a regular coronation dress, and then she changed yeah. into the tear away. So it version didn't look weird. <laughs> while Anna and Kristoff were like having were their meet cute, and, yeah, whatever. So mm-hmm. is the quick change stuff like pretty important to people who like musicals? It seems no, to be no, something that you guys I, are usually like not. On. But in this particular I mean, show, it's kind was... of the most dazzling moment of this show. Yeah. So I think like, that's the why it's only important. thing I enjoyed. Yeah, was, was and like I like seeing it in the theme park because, like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's fun at the theme park because at any given showing, it's a lot of people's first time seeing it, yeah. and like, there's always such a big audience reaction when her dress changes. Like, there's always a gasp as everyone like applauds and everything. So mm-hmm. that's I'm the ass- best part. I'm assuming that's a big thing in the movie too. No, no, in the movie it's just magic, and yeah, you know, magic, her dress just appears. So it's not that in animation. It's not that impressive when someone does like a magic girl, girl sure. dress change, but mm, in yeah, person like it's a lot Moon. cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I, I uh, like I think we also lost wolves that yeah. was in the Broadway production. There's a wolf chase, and There's a wolf um, chase they have and... that song with Anna and Kristoff where they're arguing about like what do you know about love, uh. and that's when the wolves happen in the show. Right. So in the tour, we got a shortened version of that song with no wolves, and they're just kind of slipping around on a mountain, and that's how they gain mutual respect which By slipping fine. around yeah they go whoa look out whoa. and he goes hey thanks <laughs> instead I think in the in you the original like she like she helps him fight off we're the wall really yeah we're equally yeah. slippers You're and clumsy. In the, I'm clumsy too yeah and in the Broadway one I think it was like they like she helps him fight off the wolves and then there's mutual respect from that which makes a little yeah. more sense than watch out oh thanks I will you're not so bad yeah, yeah. like in the show there's basically nothing and I yeah. guess the, the joke is there that uh, uh, well Kaveh has <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally walked to a lamppost and has like a black eye a black eye right now <laughs> I'm really glad we're not filming this. <laughs> we're recording the audio. Oh, yeah. You can hear my shame, though, in the voice. <laughs> yeah, so you're basically a white is very stressful. Yeah, right? Yeah, you're... you're relatable. You're Anna. I'm far less intimidating. Anna! Anna! Anna, see? No. I, I've infected you. It's Anna. No, now Anna. that's just going to be how it's going to be. Oh, my God. Now I know. It's like, I finally know what bothers no, you. I know no. how to annoy you like a, no. like, like, a, like a middle school bully. So my this God. Anna character. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I really related to Anna, though. Though, I too am clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anna? she's real relatable. Anna. Yeah. Um, Anna was okay. So, are, do, you have, do you have any siblings? Yes. Older. I have an older sister. Older oh yeah, sister. yeah. Because we, because you kind of unironically described yourself as a frozen head. I'm a frozen head. And like, part of that, I'm I think, Anna, is like she's Elsa. Yeah. Frozen, frozen never like Elsa's the yeah older sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fro- yes. Frozen never really rustled my jimmies, probably because I don't have any siblings. Yeah. I was more on only team children Moana. like Beauty and the Beast, and then <laughs> yeah, siblings. It's like... true. It's true. Like <laughs> yeah. that, it is true. Yeah. <laughs> You're lonely and read books. Yeah. You like Beauty and the Beast. I, I'm one. like Moana. I'm, yeah. I, too, am a strong, independent woman that is alone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part where we share the Disney movie that we related to the most. Yeah, what about you? I was like, I'm, I'm like, I don't even want to answer this. I, I think I yeah. do. You have to. But because I like Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Parsley? Yeah. Oh, no. It's Aladdin. Yeah. See, I was going to guess him only because... <laughs> because of all the Disney heroes he's like one of the more developed ones and I think yeah that's I think, a good one. and for no boys, other reason yeah. but then yeah, I was like I can't guess yeah. this out loud I can't. <laughs> so how do you feel about the Ottoman Empire I'm gonna tell you but here's like the most one of the most like joyous stories of my childhood which was uh, I was like in the fourth grade right and there was like the Disney Channel. I'm sorry, this is I the feel Disney like we need Afternoon. To, we do need to explain yeah. this because people may not know oh, this. Oh, the about cartoon you, series. Yeah. Or like yeah. it was just like, you know, when you would come home from school at like yeah. three o'clock and they would like, show like 
bonkers. Disney afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Backtrack. Oh, I'm sorry? You are Persian. Oh, yes, I am <laughs> yeah. Persian, in case that wasn't clear. Yeah, in case yes, <laughs> context. Yes, we, we are. We just, like, Whatever just Persian alluding. jokes we make, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, we're allowed. Or rather, he's allowed, I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Disney afternoon, really all those classic cartoons, yes. Tailspin, yeah, Darkwing yeah, exactly. Duck, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So the local affiliate in uh, the place that I went to elementary school, they had like a, you know, a host and a, and a puppet that like did little events where they would like talk in between commercial breaks and be like, oh, yeah, like we're going to have this thing. Oh. So there was one that was to be the 20th caller because it was channel 20. Uh, if you were the 20th caller, you were going to win something. Mm-hmm. Right. The only time I've ever in my entire life ever won anything. I was the 20th caller. I ended up winning sneak preview tickets to go see Aladdin. Like, oh my god, I would have died. Oh my god. Before it came out. Oh right. my Can god. you imagine being nine yeah. years old and getting sneak preview tickets? Oh my god. I would have like like I I was obsessed with Aladdin before it came out. Yes. I remember like watching the trailer like over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah, I especially I mean, it's like, really good. Like of that era, it's probably my favorite yeah. of so the yeah. three three, four months, right? And this ties back to what we were talking about before. So when you when we go to see it, they were like, here's a copy of the soundtrack in advance. Ooh. Here's a poster of it, and then here's four tickets. And then I was like, for five minutes, like the cool kid at school who like got to see Aladdin. <laughs> tell everyone it came about out. Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, let me tell you about it when it comes out in four months. <laughs> then you'll know what I'm talking about. That was it. So it like solidified with me like forever. I, honestly, whatever Disney movie it would have been at that point, uh-huh. I think it would have been equally as exciting. It could have been at the Atlantis. It was cool. It was like I love Robin Williams as a kid as uh-huh. well. So I was well, like, yeah, oh, it's Robin like, Williams. I think Fern Gully had one. just come out, so it was. So like, what if that had been your jam? No, I mean like that was like the Robin Williams primer. Yeah, yeah. Was like, oh, was that before Aladdin? I thought that was like. They saw Aladdin and then took him also. Um, I didn't know Fern Gilly came first. No, I remember I did, did that episode about it. Yeah, I vaguely uh, remember it. Or, it was no, a long Fern, time Fern ago. Gilly did come first. Um, yeah. And it was like a, a whole ish because Katzenberg wanted him to back out and he was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I signed on to Fern Gilly first. So Fern Gilly came out like a um, oh, couple months before Aladdin. I had it backwards. I thought the contention was they were mad he then went and did Fern Gully or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, I thought that for the longest time yeah. too because when I was. Um, researching the episode that was like oh this is actually really interesting I didn't realize that yeah. Fern Gully is basically the reason that Robin Williams had the big falling out with Fern Gully is a worthy hill to die on <laughs> what a great <laughs> I film. too believe in saving the rainforest <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Curiosity Stream a subscription streaming service with thousands of documentaries and non-fiction titles you can also get access to our streaming video service, Nebula, when you sign up for CuriosityStream using our code at curiositystream.com slash musicalsplaining. That's the name of the podcast, in case you'd forgotten. Nebula is a video streaming platform built by and for creators, not by some corporate drone, terrible Silicon Valley types who don't love puppies. We love puppies here. We're very pro-puppy. When CuriosityStream is all about big-budget non-fiction videos, we're building Nebula because we want a place for smaller, independent, education-ish creators to try out new ideas that might not work out on YouTube. You know, like mom-and-pop kind of stuff. With Nebula, you can see original... Ugh, content? Again. But anyway, you can see original content from creators like CGP Grey, Chris Exog, and eventually Lindsay and I will have some Nebula originals tying in with this very podcast that you're listening to right now. Assuming that you are actually listening to this ad in this podcast and you haven't skipped through it, I really hope you have Because this is extremely entertaining for anyone who's listening to it, I imagine. Probably. Anyway, those Nebula Originals will be made with the support of CuriosityStream. And so, in conclusion, you can get CuriosityStream plus our streaming service, Nebula, for only $2.99 per month or $19.99 for a full year? That's an insane deal. You gotta do it. So go ahead and visit CuriosityStream.com to learn more. And now back to the podcast. So this is this is a really good discussion about Frozen. About every Disney movie. Right, Frozen. Yeah. Okay, happens. let's talk specifics. I mean, I think this is, and this is part of why I wanted you here, that and whenever I think of like really hunchy musicals, <laughs> at their core, they're really boring. And yeah. uh, there's like, when I think of Frozen, I'm just like, you're, you're reminding me of all these things that like, I had completely forgotten about like all the songs they added. Um, yeah, because like the bangers are they were. all the ones that were just in the movie, and right. all the ones they added are just like a scene that already happened. But now it's a song. It's too many songs. It's too <laughs> many. Well, it, it's fine if they're good songs, yeah. but they're just not. Mm-hmm. Like the one where Anna and Christopher singing together, not a good song. Um, oh, they add a new Elsa banger that I guess is good, mostly just because the woman that plays Elsa is good. 
Which one was it? Um, it's Casey Levy. Oh, you mean no, what's I mean, the song? The song. <laughs> the song is Monster. So more she was oh, like, I'm a monster. All right, that was my other thing. Like, can we please put a moratorium so the Elsa suicide on... number? Right. Which is like, I don't know if we needed number? that. Well, yeah, she like, contemplates killing herself. Yeah, Buster Bluth over here going, I'm a monster. <laughs> I dig that because I think little girls love that storyline. I think little girls love when there's a character like, I'm too powerful. I know. Well, I'm just like, I'm, I'm hurting you with my that, amazing like, power. I'll, I'll read like, you know, sometimes I'll read YA books because mm-hmm. they're fun and easy, even right. if they're bad. Uh, and it's just like, can we please put a moratorium on like beautiful white women saying I'm a monster? No, kids love it. Kids <laughs> like, love that. But you're right. It should be more diverse. It yeah. should be all women saying I'm a monster. <laughs> yeah. All beautiful women of all races yeah. saying that they're no, a monster because of amazing I, powers I, they have. I, I think they're like, I cannot think of a single character of color that self-describes as a monster. Yeah. I think it is very, like, a privileged uh, stance that, um, you know, young white girls can be like, I'm just... I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. That's Maybe just I just... that's who the protagonists usually are. It could uh, as easily white be. White women? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Is like they're usually ones that are protagonists, but I think if in general protagonists were more diverse, we could have monsters Moana's from not everywhere. like, I'm a monster. Yeah, but then they made her like a tough girl. I feel like that's his own thing where <laughs> it's like... Jasmine's not like, I'm a monster. Yeah. Pocahontas is a bad like, character, a... though. But so is Pocahontas. <laughs> they're just not interesting characters. So. Maybe Jasmine's good. No, I don't like her. I don't like her. Get Sorry. out. Get the out. new one or the, out of my the house. cartoon? cartoon? Uh, the new one's what? The new one's fine. She's speech. She won't be speechless. <laughs> she won't be speechless. Yeah, did you see the Aladdin remake? No. Uh, no, I don't like cartoon Jasmine. I don't like her voice, and I don't. Oh, like her. I see that. Like, oh, it's voice. so magical. Linda Larkin, Ali. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prince My Jasmine Ali. impression. I will have yeah. the power to get rid I'm of you. I'm not a prize to be won. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a prize to be won. Yeah, yeah. she does have to have this like kind of <laughs> talks through her nose thing yeah. going on. Yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, maybe they just need to be more powerful, and then they can be like, "I'm a monster." They have to be powerful. They have to have powers. Yeah. To be monsters. Well, I mean, that's the this, lesson. So. Uh, Frozen was a huge deal, right? Frozen a is lot the, of money, a lot of money. Yeah, but so the in the most, context of the pantheon of like it is the all most these princesses, financially successful Elsa animated is the movie rock of all time. Star. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, if, if you guys can explain to me, oh. what it is that you guys loved about it so much as a story oh, about Frozen? Yeah, just Frozen I, as a concept. It's not my very favorite. I like it a oh, lot. Oh, it's not. Just, no, I, again, I like this it. is like when Lindsay last week was like, <laughs> "I don't love cats," and I'm like, "You're wearing all Frozen <laughs> clothes." No, I love the princesses. I love the aesthetic of it. I think their outfits are really cool. I like the sister dynamic. But I mean, as like as a princess, I like Rapunzel better. I think she's more interesting. I, I don't. I'm not a fan of Frozen at all, really. Ooh, controversial. Um, I, 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 I think it's good. I, it's just not my very favorite. I feel the opposite need to like defend Frozen now. I feel like you've like flipped the script right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm so supposed to be the one that, that doesn't like stuff. Now that we've got your guard down, yeah. uh-huh. will you be honest about your feelings? On I guess Frozen? I can. Okay, there, no, there yeah. are things I do love about Frozen. I do love that it's like. It's a little darker, like it allows the characters to have more dark drama than I think you see in a lot of Disney princesses. And I think that's what kids like. And I I wish more girl media would acknowledge that you can have darker themes and have more drama and it doesn't have to all be like, we're best friends and like everything's all sunny and happy and it can't get too dark because little girls can't handle that. Um, So I I like that it goes a little deeper and I like that it kind of proves the thesis that little girls like angst, which Mm. I've been saying all along. Little girls love angst. That's why the little princess is a popular story. Mm -hmm. Are are you saying in terms of their own lives or in terms of like the media that they consume? media that they consume. And in their own lives because, you know, being a girl sucks. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, but I, I think that there's a tendency in like girl cartoons and girl media to like soften it and make it a little like friendlier and less scary and also less serious and not let the characters have some angst in their lives. Yeah. And as Elsa proves, they love that. It's their jam. Yeah. I, th- I think there is something to this, this, uh, cause like every, before that it was just like Disney princesses are like, will have a force acted upon them. Mm-hmm. And rather than kind of being the active agent, like you think of like, right. even like Belle, Beauty and the Beast, uh, like Jasmine, um, mm-hmm. like there are, especially in the nineties, like I think Mulan is the only one where she is the active agent rather than having plot come at you. And, and I yeah. think that's true. Like girl, like, right. That's just good writing to internal versus external. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, when you have kind of like the hero's journey for female characters, they tend to be, survival narratives rather than like Luke Skywalker decides to go on an adventure. Yeah. So you have something like the hunger games or, you know, beauty and the beast or Phantom of the opera. Like, Mm -hmm. um, that'll be 
the for, the external force acts upon the protagonist rather than the protagonist deciding to do a thing or the the, the protagonist like having a driving goal, the story going out itself. to seek yeah, yeah. a thing. So like from yeah. Frozen, both of them, it's like Elsa feels like the active agent because she has the power and runs away, and then Anna decides to go after mm-hmm. her. So it's like both of them are a active agents, but also Elsa being kind of horrified at her own. Monsterness, <laughs> like a very internal yeah. conflict. Yeah, exactly. It's about her but it's, to love it's, herself, it's, not... it's interesting because you never see that. Where it's like, I, I am horrible, so whatever, you know. Uh, and then kind of like, because I think that is an, a thing that is very common. Feeling kind of disgusted with yourself, yeah. uh, as a child, you know, mm-hmm. like and being, you know, it's like you're growing up. You feel conflicted. You feel loathed. But um, it's very rare to see that represented in media. And I think that it's like it. it in hindsight, it's like, well, duh, you yeah. know, but it, 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 when it came out, that was you never saw stuff like that. Yeah. And Elsa is so like uniquely lovable because I feel like, you know, like you were saying, like Jasmine and stuff. I feel like the Disney princesses are either like a Rapunzel, a Cinderella, where it's like very sunny and upbeat mm-hmm. and optimistic or like the the more modern ones where it's like she's strong. And that's mm-hmm. her one trait. Is yeah. She's a strong like action girl. Mm-hmm. And Elsa's just like riddled with anxiety like that's her main trait mm-hmm. yeah. which i think is so lovable like, like she I just have seems to hide she, myself yeah. poor elsa she yeah. just seems like she needs a hug all the time yeah <laughs> and i think it's it's uh because originally she was gonna be the villain yeah like that was the uh um before john lasseter like ruined everything um <laughs> like came in and basically just you know decreed no more disney villains which i kind of have mixed feelings about yeah. because i really do like i Moana. think at first it was interesting but i, I yeah. really like yeah, villains I'm are so fun now. though like every you know? every freaking disney i feel like movie. it should be a blend like yeah, villains exactly. are fun i love the idea of like more internal conflict and not entirely being just a super villain but also super villains are fun yeah they're iconic mm-hmm. they have exactly. great songs so I just like to see a blend. Good business. It's good business for Disney. Yeah. Um, They're literally doing a villains night that you can do at like Disneyland this year. Oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But like, it's, I'm just like so sick of every freaking Disney movie being like twist villain Mm -hmm. or like actually not a villain, you know, it it just kind of like, it's just like, oh, come on guys. Like, it's okay to have an antagonist. Yeah. And and also to even have an antagonist and then have them get redeemed. That's fine too. But also have them be a strong villain because that's interesting. Did you see the twist coming? Uh, Which one? The villain twist. (laughs) Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, the prince. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You saw it coming? Yeah, I saw it. But, um, but again, I mean, I mean, like we we write stories, so I'm like, I, sort of, I, just, I know, I just mean like I structurally, yeah, I know how stories work. So I mean, I'm like, I, yes. I will admit, the first time I saw the movie, I was like, huh. <laughs> like I didn't see that coming but the movie did come out in 2013 I loved it because I saw it opening night obviously um, and it was so good because the, the whole audience when it happened everyone went oh. <laughs> I don't know if I was well, that shocked was also but like, it is fun it was so cold gasped. it's so that's the so thing cold. is like I think it's more about the burn than yeah, the shock because exactly. he, like you already kind of know at that Only point she's not going to end up with him yeah. I think more people suspected they would kiss and it wouldn't work and that would be the moral mm-hmm. not oh he's evil yeah, yeah. I think the musical like forecasts it more because they keep cutting back to him like trying to take over the kingdom and mm-hmm. be a leader and stuff so it's a little more sinister in that one yeah yeah it's a, it's a lot more subtle in the movie where yeah. it is kind you of a genuine surprise yeah so that also makes it kind of a you bad forget twist about him yeah. because you're oh. like well there's nothing to set that up it's yeah. interesting i guess but it's not really a twist because mm-hmm. you didn't put any clues there at all yeah <laughs> but it's still like, fun, i guess I he's guess. just some guy yeah. oh well he's oh, really what do you mean some guy is he's evil a, he's a t- <laughs> some guy yeah, what a jerk not some guy <laughs> oh no <laughs> i trusted him did he have a song like an hour ago yeah. i forget <laughs> i mean their song is very cute I, not, not in the show not in, in the movie it's duh. cute it was a little too horny in the musical oh. well i think that's another weird thing about the musical like, is like was very horny the, in the musical oh god yeah but yeah, i mean they were also i'm sorry you're talking about anna in the film <laughs> in, the, in the musical yeah <laughs> no. there was a uh there the actors are like old like they're all yeah. in their 30s and it makes it weird hey people in their 30s are plenty young and <laughs> I thought it worked for work. Elsa cause like I don't know she's the older sister anyway I feel like Anna has to be like naive and young and it should have just been like an unknown that hadn't had any big yeah. shows before yeah I think cause like in the movie again like they're they feel a lot younger they're they feel like 16 or 18 yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. I think Anna's sixteen. Elsa's I mean, it makes 18. more sense because that's why she's like, getting coronated. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. She's you yeah. know 
how how have they spent so much time not talking to each other if they are in their thirties? Yeah. Like, a little oh, weirder. Wow. Yeah. Why is Ivana moved college. out at this point? I lived abroad. I traveled yeah. Europe yeah. for a little while. Because yeah. yeah. Ivana was an adult, it's like if she wanted to get married that bad, she could have just left. Yeah, and met true. somebody. Yeah, so. and he's like, ah, you know, I got a scholarship. I spent yeah. some time in the yeah. UK. You know? <laughs> Did a gap year. <laughs> Went back. Yeah. Yeah. I worked at had an internship. Yeah. One thing that this reminded me of in the musical, and I think a bit of that kind of leaks into Frozen 2, so I think this is just what the Lopez's started thinking about Anna, mm-hmm. is I felt like in the cartoon you get the vibe that she's so boy crazy, mostly because she's very lonely. And she's excited to meet other people and maybe move out mm-hmm. because she's like has no one to talk to at the castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the musical, and then again a little bit in Frozen 2, they kind of shifted it to be, oh, Anna's boy crazy. And then it just became kind of a demeaning, like she's airheaded and boy crazy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of a disservice to her. Yeah, she but does they have that in Frozen like... Two also because they have like a prologue where they're playing pretend with like little toys, and she's going, and then they all get married and fall in love, and it's like you know the joke is, oh Anna, mm-hmm. she's super into romance and boys, and I was like, that's not the vibe I got initially at all. Yeah, they did make her a lot more of an airhead in the musical. Yeah. Like I, 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 and I don't understand why that's appealing. Like who is this appealing to? Because it's not little girls. No, I mean, it feels very like. A uh, man wrote this. <laughs> like I was gonna say, so my interpretation. This is what I was asking earlier about siblings. Uh-huh. Where I was like, me watching it, watching Anna and watching the relationship with Elsa. I was like, oh, this feels like I'm the younger sibling who doesn't have to take any of the responsibility that the older one does. Mm-hmm. So my age gap with my sister is like almost eight years. Mm. So you get the sense that like we'll never catch up to it. Right. So you're sort of always caught in this like, okay, well, I'm always going to be the younger sibling. It's sort of like it imprints on you in a way. Yeah. That's sort of how I felt about it more than being an airhead necessarily. But Mm. also I'm not bringing all this, you know, experience. You're you're younger, right? Yeah. But we are only two years apart, just like Anna and Elsa. (laughs) Yeah. I I really like their dynamic because I feel like. I don't know. Maybe I am a very younger sibling person. (laughs) But I also always remember when we were kids, like, bothering her and being like, play with me and stuff. And that's, you know, do you want to build a snowman? It's very much that. So... Yeah, yeah I, I guess, yeah, I guess that is true because I'm like this. This aspect of Anna's loneliness doesn't really resonate with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, yeah, as I was thinking, I was like, man, most of my friends are either youngest or middle children. Wow, mm. I don't have very no many, older siblings. No older or uh, well, there's a few olders, but like uh, most of them are youngest. Like my my husband is a youngest. Um, Interesting. Like yeah, I think there's like you know there's something to birth order. Like yeah, you know, oh for th- sure. Yeah, because like. Only children tend not to get along because they are like, but I am the the princess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of my friends is an oldest child and she was talking to me one time about how there's an anxiety that apparently every older sibling has where like, I guess all kids have nightmares of like, what if something happened to both my parents and I was suddenly an orphan? And mm-hmm. apparently there's another layer if you're an oldest child where you're also always thinking it'll fall to me. Yeah. I'm going to have to take care you're of this whole family, <laughs> which is not something I ever thought about, obviously. Because you're the younger sibling. That's <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah. So you're just that, like, yeah, that is not fine. an anxiety I yeah. ever had. I mean, <laughs> man, I might be an orphan. That would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I am. <laughs> oh my God. Then I will rule the kingdom. <laughs> So have you guys seen like a bunch of other Disney musicals? Not like the no. movie. Not like the, is this I the first I one you've actually, actually seen? I've, you but seen? I was younger. I was like a kid. I saw Lion King. I saw Beauty and the Beast. Oh, right. Lion King's a big one. Um, Lion King's a huge one. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but I've seen Lion King and Beauty and the Beast. Lion King is obviously like really different from this in terms mm-hmm. of, because yeah. this just struck me as, or again, I'm going based off of no knowledge of Lion King whatsoever, but like. That's like its own thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's a like whole different the staging is like very artistic. Yeah, and, yeah. That and the songs they added more... to that are great, by the way. Oh, they did. They're add amazing. Songs to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, the a lot of them are by the people that like it's like Lebo M. I think is the musician who wrote like Circle of Life and the mm-hmm. more African sounding ones, and um, he wrote a whole like experimental album of like songs that didn't make it into the Lion King, and a lot of them were put back into the Broadway show. Oh, okay. And there are some genuine bangers. So nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen Beauty and the Beast. I didn't know that was a musical. Yeah, Not I that I would know. That was the a first musical, one they did. That was the, yeah, and, that and one that's it, the best received. Really, I more than Lion King. Yeah. Well, I think it's because, <laughs> I think it was the best received because everyone was like poo pooing it before it came out like a Disney musical. Oh yeah, I guess and then that's it was true. like surprisingly good for what they expected. I, um, but I think that's another one you see the the Disney adaptation thing that I think only Lion King didn't suffer from, mm-hmm. where you're like none of the new songs are bangers. Yeah, like I hate Human again. It's like the worst song ever. Yeah, and it goes on for twenty was minutes. It, if I can't love her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's um, kind of a banger. Like when Josh mm. Groban does it, kind of a banger. 
woof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh man, I, I. It depends who's singing it. It's a very overwrought, so I, like I, sad man. I song. saw it with uh, my friend slash assistant <laughs> slash moderator Lisa back in two thousand and like three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, I despised it. I hated it because I love the movie so much. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those like, it's different, you know. It's pretty true to it though. It's not like the live action movie. It's pretty true to the show. Well, There's added stuff. It's like, the tone is really goofy. And mm-hmm. I hate I hated how they added all this stuff about like, where he's like trying to get Belle to come out of uh, his r- the room, and it's like, Bell, you know, and it's oh, instead of that. <laughs> yeah, and instead of um, <laughs> you know, in the movie where it's like kind of like scary, mm-hmm. um, so they like really toned it down and made it goofy, I guess, for the kids in the audience. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Do they do they have more banter of him and the servants earlier? Oh, yeah. So it, it kind of spoils that he's yeah, he, he he has no menace. Okay, um, and I I didn't like that, but I guess because another story like that uh, is not mine, but like that Angie said when she I think she saw a touring production, touring like a touring test, a touring production. <laughs> um, she said that whenever um the beast becomes a man like he takes his mask off he's like revealed and some kids in the front row went ew (laughs) (laughs) oh my god never felt so bad for an actor (laughs) that's another yeah that's another thing about like live shows is like the actors can be made uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, again, with Love Never Dies. Can't My mom keep... loves to tell me the story. I think I was three when I saw Beauty and the Beast, like, the first time. And, um, you know, the stage show. Mm. And oh, my parents were, like, worried about bringing me because I was three. And it's oh, like, can okay. kids be quiet? Yeah, but I was, I was a pretty quiet three, yeah. kid. Um, and apparently I was, like, silent for the whole show and very respectful of it. But then at the part where he's lying dead and she's crying, apparently I turned to my aunt and said, don't worry, he's not really dead. <laughs> like, in full speaking volume. And they, they said everyone around, around us just, like, laughed about it and no one was salty about it. But, yeah, I have to hear about that every time Beauty and the Beast comes oh, no. out. <laughs> Yeah, because there were a lot of kids. Yeah, because uh, which I, was, I think is fine. Yeah, it's like it's not sacred. Just take your kids to Frozen. Yeah. Just bring your toddler. They'll whatever. enjoy it more right. than anyone else in the room. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that was my point too. I was like, I don't. I feel weird being like talking shit about this thing because it's clearly not meant for us necessarily. Yeah, as musical connoisseurs. Well, it I definitely did try to make it more. It tried Adulty. to age it like with horny Anna and with the <laughs> apparently the number we missed so I could buy a lot of stuff oh, yeah. with like a nude <laughs> so we, a striptease or something. So yeah, striptease? We, the sauna the wandering part? Oaken one, the sauna uh, part. How do you guys remember all the songs? I only saw it one time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, do you remember the part where they were like naked people on the stage? It was the act two know. opener. Probably. Yeah. I had heard it on the soundtrack <laughs> oh, wait, and didn't want to see it. They're by the shop? Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Where they're coming out of like the... the yeah, apparently there's a lot of nakedness in that. Like we are actually naked? I don't know. We didn't see it. Well, oh. so we were uh, we were getting drunk in the lobby at intermission, <laughs> oh, and I then see, like I, I realized this was like the shortest line I was going to have to buy a bunch of stuff, and I mm. wanted to buy a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and I had heard the soundtrack, and I was like, "The Act Two opener is a bad song, yeah. so I'm just going to go buy stuff." And then Lindsay just also decided to miss it and be moral support, <laughs> even though she didn't buy anything. And I, I bought well, everything. I, I, I wanted to silently judge you. <laughs> yeah, for, okay, that's fair. Yes, you wanted to, to know what okay, I was buying. I did. I wanted to know. I wanted you to see the found out because it turns out it was all really bulky. They gave me like three large shopping oh, yeah. bags. I, took, oh, I nice. got yeah. like everything. Yeah, everything she got that I could have. One of everything except yeah. for And anything. two of something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there, except for the Olaf merch. Yeah. I think that was the other thing. It was like yeah. the, it, it was tilted against Olaf which is like mm-hmm. the only Frozen thing I've ever seen where Olaf was kind of Not underrepresented. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And I think she was uh, here to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's all about the princesses. Right, and they right. had a lot of weird like in-universe items like the orb she holds at her coronation mm-hmm. and her gloves. So I just got all, all of, of that, yeah. Everything and everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. She got she got it all. Yeah. I got I got some uh, uh, photos like like your you know <laughs> holding the bags. Carrie Bradshaw yeah. <laughs> shopping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That we'll put Manolas. that on the Insta. Good. That'll be some good content. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much to say about first. There's more. Actually, to say about Disney in general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, I'll allow it because uh, I mean I, I I have a lot of Disney thoughts. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of Disney thoughts in general. We all do, though. We all have Disney yeah, thoughts. Yeah, I mean, people grow up with it. Yeah, I, A lot I, of mixed emotions. Like, yeah. it's taking over everything, but also a lot of happy memories linked to it. 
So mm-hmm. it's where it, it's where it rests. Yes. I remember Disney <laughs> on Ice more as a kid than Disney oh, musicals. Oh, I remember when they used to have one that was like about a movie, yeah, and yeah, now exactly. I think it's just musical numbers from everything. Oh, but I remember seeing Hercules on Ice, oh, which is great. That sounds fun. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I yeah. think I was in second or third grade because because like it would have been really this blip because uh, like Hercules underperformed, mm-hmm. and they were like did this like nope. huge push yeah. like and then whenever uh it came out and underperformed they just buried it mm-hmm. and have only kind of started to walk that back yeah i think this was like within months of the movie coming out yeah. so it had already been planned yeah, before exactly. they saw that it like flopped. hercules the animated series yeah. which is great and i love and it's like the the only good disney animated series it's yes yes it's better than aladdin don't give me that i mean aladdin is not a good animated it's not well the hercules series was hercules series was great because like it kind of was what i wish the movie had been it kind of had more like an short emperors yeah (laughs) they also pulled in the whole greek pantheon yeah yeah that's such a good like premise for an animated series yeah and it's like they had a lot of great voice actors like they had Mm -hmm. like jerry stiller played prometheus and (laughs) the uh owl was uh, who had Carl Reiner, I think, not the owl, the falcon that eats his liver every day. So oh they like, <laughs> so like he's just like they, they'd have like this banter, like, do you have to do this? He's like, oh, I got a contract. It was like it was oh great. God. It was like it was kind of what I wish the movie had been. It was more like Emperor's New Groovy. Yeah. So yeah, it ranks pretty high on my hunch. Um, but other than that, pretty unmemorable. So it'll it'll be interesting uh, to to be making this this next jump because next time we're doing. Uh, Hades Town, yep. uh, which Jenny and I saw exciting. together. So good. In, oh, you, got, you saw it already too. Yep. We were so close. Uh, yeah, we were in the second row. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Right in the eyeballs. Yeah, right. At, saw, we saw some primo nostril. <laughs> like, <laughs> I saw those tears. Yeah. <laughs> those act, them actor tears. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a, a very interesting um, hop from the cheesy hunchiness of uh, Frozen to. Um, the artsy, I don't know, I would, the, like a legitimate musical. musical that we see. Yeah, yeah this will be the first. Probably, I would, I would say, like this will be the first good musical you see. Right, that's what I'm saying. First, maybe watch Cats, yeah. like the recording, and uh, then it was Frozen, the musical. Yeah. And now it's going to be actual Hades Town. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll actually see. So if I don't like this one, I'm going to be like, there's no hope whatsoever. The, I don't basically. know. I think that like the interesting thing about Hades Town is. It's one of those that I think it kind of takes a few days to kind of sink in. To process it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that that's what I've heard from, like, other people who watched it. It's like, I watched it the first time, and I was like, wow, that was really good. And then I kind of got obsessed with it over, like, the following weeks and months. Mm, okay. um, and that seems to be a lot of people's experience. Like, it just kind of stays with you. Interesting. Uh, but that'll 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 be interesting. And, and then we will uh, go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jenny Nicholson. Thank you thank for you. joining Thanks for us. Thanks for letting me talk about Frozen. Lovely to have you here. Thank you for dressing up. Yeah, thank you just for, bringing... for you guys. Yes. Yes. I'm sure for it was our for eyes. Us. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for sharing your Frozen expertise mm-hmm. for being a Frozen head. And Big time. Uh, if you guys also, have thoughts about Frozen, let us know. Yeah, I'm sure no one on Twitter has. Yeah, tweet at me about, about Frozen. Tweet yeah. At, yeah, tweet at Jenny about Frozen. Leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, follow us on Twitter at Musical with no G at yeah. the end because it's too many characters. <laughs> Unfortunately, musical yeah. in Musical spline. I like. I like that as cash. We yeah. Keep it cash here at musical splaining. <laughs> <laughs> we're very laid back. Yeah, we're very laid back. Uh, and uh, also on Instagram, which does have the G. Yes, musical spl- at musical splaining on Instagram, which we're going to we'll start post, posting more yeah, stuff. We'll post Jenny's uh, get up. Oh yeah, <laughs> lovely photos of her eating pizza. That are fantastic. <laughs> And, and we will uh, see you guys next time. I'll see you at the theater. <laughs> <laughs>